there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, friends, so we're definitely keeping the theme on strong for intentionally incorporating sexual goals within our marriage as we venture into the new year. So we talked about really fun, spicy Christmas traditions, but we want to get a little bit more on a deeper level with you guys here and talk very intentionally about creating sexual goals within your marriage that could be potentially a little bit grimy to get through. Maybe things that we stuff away, things we don't want to confront. Hmm. And while we're at it, we also want to talk about the importance of Being a goal setter as a couple and the importance of doing these things intentionally together because at the end of the day, we are a unit blessed by God as a married couple, you know, as his anointed, as his children, and we are kingdom workers, you know, and we want to completely grasp that and take hold of that very, very seriously here. So we have some very fun things that we're going to go over, Um, but at the same time, I want to encourage you to get a pen and paper out. And um, get your prayer on because we have some big stuff to share with you as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great. I love to get the prayer on. Um, <laughs> that was good. So, um, Paris shared this stat with me, and it's fantastic. So, it's a stat or a kind of story on showing the legitimacy on making goals, writing them down, and then taking action. Mm-hmm. So, there was a large scale business study conducted at Harvard. And so of all the students who actually participated when confronted with the study and their goals, only 3% of the students actually wrote down their goals. So 14% had plans or goals, but didn't execute them or write them down. And get this, 83% didn't have goals at all. So, but did you know that those 3% had a 76% success rate on achieving the goals that they had intentionally made? wrote down and then put into action. That's huge. And I like, it's totally true. If you actually, if you think about it, like even having goals and writing them down where you can see them, Mm -hmm. right? Like how much more likely are you to actually achieve those goals? If you see them and physically write them down, like I'm sure there's some kind of connection between writing down in your brain, right? I'm sure there's, (laughs) that's gotta be something somewhere. It totally is. My mom preached that to us when, cause we homeschooled and my mom is like, she has this genius science brain and she would always talk to us about how the connection between the written word and your hand actually imprints, imprints within your brain. It's crazy. I couldn't right. say everything word for word, but that stuck with me forever. Yeah. And so, but it makes sense, right? Because you're, you're intentionally sitting down and creating the space for your brain to dump and to clear and to connect with, okay, these are our goals. You know, you're spending time with Holy Spirit, making sure that you're in alignment with God's will. Like, where are we going? What are we doing? God, we want to be your servants. We want you pouring through us and then mm-hmm. living that out, you know, through the gifts you've given us and, and ultimately to your glory. So that's huge. And that 100% applies to our marriages, you know. It's so important. So important. So that stat, going back to that stat, Alana, it's such a factual reason why we should – intentionally be creating goals in our lives, including intimacy goals, which is what we're mm-hmm. focusing this on today. So some questions that we came up with is like, okay, so what does the Bible say about goals pursuing each other as husband and wife sexually? Um, 
it's no joke here at Kingdom Sexuality that Alan and I love the book of Song of Solid and the deep truths about sexuality and intimacy and marriage and connection that's all woven throughout that book. And we can see here from this written word that the Shulamite woman and Solomon made intimate plans. They kept anticipation on. They made their love fun and sensual and erotic. And they kept intimacy as a very important connectivity practice within their marriage. So we can mm-hmm. see just taking this one book. I mean, you guys, there's so much scripture in the Bible that God has breathed over the marriage bed and has put there intentionally for us to study and implement and put to action in our marriages. But taking just this book, you can see some incredible examples that we should be thus reflecting back into our marriages. So there are some key verses that Alan and I wanted to share here from Song of Solomon, recapping these points that we just um, shared with you. And Alana, I kind of just want to talk through these with yeah. you guys and make this relatable. So connection intention to pursue growth within marriage. That's a big one that I see a theme in, in Song of Solomon. And, um, one of the verses I chose out of Song of Solomon to support that was from Song of Solomon two verse 15. It's catch all the foxes, those little foxes before they ruin the vineyard of love. And I've done a few studies on this book and I've listened to some incredible documentaries done by just genius brains on this book. And every time we get to this part of scripture, they just unravel it and it hits home because the foxes, the little foxes that ruin all the things are all of the distractions and all of the conniving evils that can just so easily get placed within our marriage by the enemy because we know that we are not flesh and blood warring. You know, this is spiritual warfare here, right? Mm-hmm. And so we can see the Shulamite woman and Solomon addressing that. And they're having that conversation, you guys. There is the communication there. They're saying, hey, look, we need to sit down. We need to catch these foxes. What is distracting us? What's keeping yeah. us from meeting our goals, from moving forward, for growing in intimacy, in connection, in life together? Because they know it ruins the vineyard of love. They've been there. They're saying Mm -hmm. before they do it, you know, before these distractions get us sidetracked, they've been there. They've been through the hard stuff, you guys. So I love, love, love that verse. Yeah. It's funny because at first I was like, okay, what's the little foxes? Okay. What could that represent? Who are they? (laughs) But it's true. Like, yeah. To think about it as, you know, sitting down as you're making the goals and you make the goal and you're like, okay, well, how could the enemy distract us? to not get this goal, right? To think about it like that as you're making them. Such a great idea. That's perfect. Yes. Get the foxes. <laughs> get those foxes, you guys. We have a new, a new code word here at Kingdom Sexuality. <laughs> Catch the fox. Get those foxes. Let's go. I love it. <clears throat> okay. Secondly, these are all from Song of Solomon chapter two, by the way. I love this chapter. So the next one was, okay, we talked about distractions, connection, goals. Um, What about planning? Planning is very much affiliated with goals. Are we planning, you know, getaways for ourselves in our marriage and pursuing our marriage bed? You know, are we planning to implement things? Are we setting that anticipation? Are we working forward with things in mind to achieve together as a couple? And in this book, Song of Solomon Um, Solomon and the Shulamite woman, they actually plan to go places and consummate their love and, um, 
pursue intimacy together and it's actually mm-hmm. focused completely around that connection which i think is so beautiful and that says a lot for us i mean hands up for how many of us just get distracted by the business of life and one of the first things to go is sex me and Elijah yeah. are holding our hands up <laughs> just so you guys know in case yeah. it makes you feel any better yeah so the verses rise up my darling come away with me my fair one look the winter is past my dove is hiding behind an outcrop on the cliff. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is pleasant and your face is lovely. So I love this verse because if you go deeper into the chapter as well in the whole entire book, you can see how Son- like Solomon and the Shulamite woman, they plan these things. They're going. Mm-hmm. They're making plans well ahead of time, you know? Yeah. And they talk about how they miss each other. They miss each other. They miss their voices. They miss the connection. They miss mm-hmm. just seeing each other's bodies and consummating their love, you know? Yeah. And I think that's so important because, dang, life gets busy and you do miss each other. It feels like you haven't seen each other in ages, yet you live together, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, t- completely. It's funny how you mentioned that because I definitely know there's times where it's like the end of the day and I'm like, Jeff, like, how was your day? He's like, oh, like I told you. I was like, no, I know, but like, I feel like I still don't know how your day went. Like somehow you, like, and he works from home, you guys. Like I see him literally, I can see him all day long, but somehow at the end of the day, it's like there was a misconnection sometimes. But another thing that came to mind, Paris, when you were just talking about planning and planning getaways, um, is another thing you could also do is plan learning. Because how tough is it? You know, you always, you know, hear about all these great things that are going on. You're like, oh, wow, one day it'd be so great to go to this conference or attend this webinar or whatever. Um, But to actually take the time to plan it out and look into, okay, what kind of conferences online can I get to? Even if you're not local to the area, what podcasts can I listen to or devotionals can I find just to better us learning and just pursuing intimacy like that. So it's another way I think you could plan that is really, really beneficial. I love that. I love that you mentioned that. Okay. And the third verse that we really wanted to share with you guys was getting more into the the sensual side of intimacy. Okay. <laughs> so this is a goal. I think probably all of us, if we're completely honest with ourselves, know that there is still better out there you know, for our marriages and for our sexuality within our marriages. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we, we haven't experienced this yet. I can't wait for this to happen. I can't wait to work towards this. I mean, we all have those thoughts. We all have those beautiful dreams that God's placed in our hearts and those desires for sharing with each other as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this is Song of Solomon 2, verse 5 to 6, and it strengthened me with raisin cakes, sustained me with apples, for I am weak with love. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. And so this is a Shulamite woman talking. And I think, how beautiful is that depiction? Like, if you get very raw with yourself, like, surrendering to that kind of intimacy within your marriage as a couple... Like, that is fantastic. Like, that is what God's design for marriage is. Mm-hmm. You know, all throughout this scripture, you can see how absolutely massive the depth of their intimate love is for each other. Yeah. And it was so important that God's like, we need this in scripture because my people need this. I designed them as sexual beings. I want all of the husbands and all the wives within their sacred marriages to be experiencing this. So that's an incredible goal to confront and work towards within each of your individual marriages. 
Mm-hmm. And right when I when it says like strengthen me with raisin cakes and sustain me with apples, I just imagine he's like feeding her these things when they're just like lying out somewhere. I was like, man, can I make that a goal? Just like feed me food yeah. and bed. like <laughs> that sounds like a great make thing to pursue, right? But no, it's a great a great picture of what what intimacy should look like for I am weak with love. Like how often can we say that we're weak with love, love, right? I love that. I love those words. Every time Mm -hmm. I read through that scripture, I'm like, oh, that's a goal. That's a great, right? Cause like weak at the knees. Yes. I love it. I love it. Deep secret intimacy is, is seriously like the glue to a marriage, right? Like when life gets crazy or maybe you've gone through a traumatic series of events or whatever, and you do refrain for a time from intimacy. Maybe it's completely unavoidable, right? Something's happened and it just, just can't happen between you and your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can all agree that we instantly start feeling this disconnect, right? Yeah. Because you're no longer entwining mind, body, and spirit with your husband, which is God's design, right? We're, we're always being covered with God's anointing when we make that love with our husbands, right? It's, it's so beautiful because it's unifying. It's a picture of what Christ desires for us within our marriage, for us within our love. And then, you know, every time we're filled that deeply, everybody senses it. (laughs) Right. You're joyful. You're deeply, genuinely joyful. You're pouring into others because your love tank is filled. You're completely unified with your husband you can you feel like you could take on the world like yeah right? i feel yeah. like that <laughs> yeah no for like sure it's true right yeah i love that so going past this and the importance of implementing all of these beautiful deep intimacy goals and and real life things you know this is god stuff that god put in his word um let's let's bring this a little bit more real life as well so those are some really beautiful intimate goals to have but like i said alan and i also put together some really real life stuff that can be very daunting for us to confront within our marriages but we know it needs confronted before we can get to the next step so we have three big resolutions that we wanted to share with you. So these are sexual resolutions um, that we really wanted to share with you guys because um, from a lot of the talking we've done with so many people and our friends and even our own lives and studies and scripture, this is a reoccurring, these are reoccurring topics that come up that are often either completely avoided because it's hard to deal with them or right. maybe we just don't think about it. And it's it's absolutely important for us to put this within our marriages, right? So number one on our sexual resolutions was resolve to healing. So whether it's from past trauma or sexual relations you had prior to marriage, pornography, masturbation, marital struggles around intimacy, like these are all hard, big things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the main things that the enemy wants to keep you in turmoil over, which ultimately prevents you from God's full design for sexual freedom in marriage and the beauty that comes within a marriage that's connected, right? And has that connection together. So resolve to hit on the head, the the bondage that might be attacking your marriage or 
you know, maybe it's been around this whole time. So maybe it's Christian counseling, talking to your pastor, you know, attending a mentorship program through your church. There's so many amazing actions that you could take to start with. So start. Maybe it's through talking to your spouse and just gaining that freedom and getting everything off your chest that's been tormenting you from your past. Maybe it's committing to walk hand in hand through learning and then implementing that learning. So shaking free of that sexual bondage from your past. So whatever it is, we would just encourage you that, you know, freedom and redemption is your birthright as a believer and in the marital covenant of God. So believe it and just run with that because it's your right. Absolutely. That's such like, man, I feel like we could do a million episodes on this because it's so deep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a prevalent um, reality for so many So many of us come into marriage with traumas that need dealt with that affect those very intimate parts of our marriage. And Mm -hmm. this is huge. And we all, I feel like we all know it's head knowledge that, okay, you know, to ultimately experience freedom, we need to deal with this stuff, but it's hard to bring ourselves to deal with that stuff. Yeah. There's never um, a good time, right? Never a good time to deal with the crap. Yeah. So that's exactly right. There's never a good time. Um, but starting now is the ticket to that redemption. So we want to encourage you guys to start on it. It is exactly what the enemy doesn't want you to do, but exactly what God is calling you to do. So following, follow the spirits prompting on this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Number two is resolve to learning. Alana, you touched on this and I love that you touched on this. So educate yourselves on intimacy, God's truth over us in marriage, sexuality, you guys, all these things. There's amazing resources out there. Hello to us, by the way. <laughs> it's me. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, Alana has uh, Alana and I have some favorite books that we adore, and we're going to name a couple of them off for you guys. Intimacy Ignited, Sheet Music, The Bible. Um, there's some amazing books from um, Julie Slattery that she has on over on her podcast, which is Authentic Intimacy. These are all biblically-based incredible resources um and they're so truth-filled you guys like they are Mm -hmm. so worth having and you know what it's really beautiful like you know starting maybe a new resolution through reading together as a couple every night yeah Mm -hmm. i mean you, you get cozy you get in this beautiful routine you get to spend time with each other going through these books and then dealing with the things and it levels up your connection it really does neil and i love reading together it's been pivotal for god working through our marriage like just Mm -hmm. opening up our minds to the resources out there and the truths out there and it's been amazing it's been amazing for redemption within our marriage so resolve to learning resolve to like alana said um even doing events like whatever it is this is Mm -hmm. a great thing to add to your goal list and it was neat too. We got a message from one of our followers on Instagram and she said, now her and her husband are known for always giving sheet music as a wedding gift. Yes! I want to be known for that. Right? <laughs> I was like, so how good. fantastic. Like, I wish I had had that resource seven years ago. Yes, like insane. what a blessing that they can be pouring into, you know, tiny little beginning marriages by giving them this resource. So that's another thing to think about too. It's like people around you, who can you look to, to bless with some of these resources? Yes. Love that. Love that. So number three is resolve to growing. So have you maybe never achieved an orgasm? Does sex happen only maybe three times a month? 
at best and would just can't avoid it anymore. So you just got to do it. Does learning new sexual techniques scare the crap out of you? Friends, we're in this together. So we would just encourage you as a couple, get honest with each other and then ask, you know, what you would love to implement or change in your intimate times and make a plan and just go for it. Go grow as a couple. Look through, you know, the highlights we have with, you know, tips and sex positions and things like that. Challenges. Just resolve to grow this year in ways you haven't before. So let's make 2021 the year that we rise up as couples and make changes and resolve to grow, learn, and heal, to dive deep into the plans that God has for us because his plans for you are good and they're plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And they are plans to give you a hope and a future. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.